I spend these senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You can't handle the truth. Fuck you, Deputy Stike. Fuck you. You are a liar. You are a self-confessed liar. If you stop waffling, we might get some work on you. Where'd you get these two guys from? <laughs> Would you like a sweetie? Smith, touch, what a touch. Manny Smith! Touch, he scores! Another one for Stanarski! Here's Hulk! Dini! Balotelli, Aguero! For me, looking at that video, that cat hadn't done anything wrong. I'm going to Puerto Rico to kick your ass. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Um. <laughs> Hello, good afternoon. There was no such thing as Hello, welcome to another edition of the OnlyFans Football Podcast. Your favourite podcast, or your man's favourite Your man's favourite podcast. Yeah. Um, episode 100 slowly approaching. We have a few surprises, I think. Um, we're here, Kieran. Away day is number two. While not being away, we are in, on. Where are we? We're in, at the gas works, but like, what's this, what's the road call? Uh, Misery. Almost Lansdowne. Almost Lansdowne. We're essentially on Lansdowne Road. Um, we're awaiting Dan Lavin. Uh, we're here with Dave. We've just met Sennon's friend Noel. These these are very niche references. Dave, how are you? Oh, good. Yeah, a bit starstruck, but. Alright, Starstruck. So, if anyone saw our Instagram <laughs> story uh, from th- this evening, basically, um, we've baited everyone into listening. Um, this is Dermot Gallagher's on the podcast. <laughs> Former Premier League referee. Yeah, you are Dermot Gallagher. <laughs> Former Premier League referee Dermot Gallagher was walking past us, <laughs> chatting to three middle aged men, and uh, Dave just goes, Oh, Jesus. There's a Dermot Gallagher, and I was like, oh, fuck. Kieran, you came with two points against them, and I was like, let's get a picture with this man and uh, bait people into listening to the podcast. <laughs> so if you're listening for Dermot Gallagher, um, and he's not here, you, you may turn off now. But why, why would you turn off, Kieran? We're about to talk about Ireland and Greece. Um, Ireland, Greece, Kieran. I'd love to say it's a big game. It's not. It's fucking... It's not a big game, really. We were joking about the, to the taxi man on the way, Adam. Shout the... Man, we've had Vladimir. so many characters so far. Vladimir. Vladimir. He was playing Beethoven in the taxi. <laughs> Very uh, soothing on the was, way to this game. Yeah, we, came, we just came over the Grand Canal and he was like, oh lads, is there a game tonight? And we were like, yeah, Vladimir, there's uh, Ireland are playing Greece. And he goes, oh, is it a big game? And I was like, nah, too shy team, Vladimir. To which he started laughing, which was funny. And then he was like, what did he say? You were, you were going for a cry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, you are going to cry. And I was like, yeah, maybe I am. Fair, I'm not, like, you're not wrong, you know. Um, <laughs> Oh, we've been joined by Sennon's friend, Noel. Noel, welcome to the show. How are you? Delighted to be invited on. <laughs> you've, been on you've been on the podcast before, Sennon, which is fairly unbelievable. Um, cheers, Noel. Good luck. Cheers, Noel. Um, and, yeah, so Ireland, Greece. Noel, what a guy. We prefer him to Sennon. I know, fair play to him. Uh, but, yeah, Ireland, Greece. I don't really think it's a big game. I'm not really looking forward to it. I got it just because I had nothing else to do on a Friday evening. Um, and I'm, you know what, I'm looking forward because I like going to watch live football, but I'm not looking forward to watching Ireland again. I have to say, 
I suppose we're here for the event, Adam, more than anything. And, I mean, and the bands. The last time we went here to the Netherlands game, we were eating chicken filler rolls <laughs> at ungodly hours. I hope those, I hope those workers are coming. What was this for? We walked back from the Aviva to the gaff. Remember, oh, we were God. diverted from the train. We were, we were told, yeah, you can't get on this way. Big yeah, farce. Yeah. That was a lot. That was, I, that was for the Portugal game, wasn't I'd it? I'd got onto the big wigs, about it, you know. Oh, that's it. That's it. Dave is now a big wig. Um, but yeah, Ferguson's back in the lineup, so that's the only hope. But yeah, it's getting back to the last time we were here. We're drinking points this time, which I think is more of a, a way to. It's do a lot it. colder though. Adam. It's so cold. <laughs> I thought it's more colder than what I thought it was going to be. I should have bought a hat. Um, but yeah, Evan Ferguson's back in the lineup. The rest of the team is fairly meh. Um, I think we did it last time. We predicted the score of the game. Yeah. The lineup is in for tonight, by the way, for us, for Bazuna and Gal, Dirty Duffy, Jesus wept, Cullen Brown, oh my god, uh, Evan Ferguson, yay, uh, Will Smallbone, Liam Scales, wow, big one, um, Jason Knight, Ogbene, and Collins. I don't know how that team's lining up. How the fuck is Brown um, starting again? Alan Brown. After yeah. all that abuse we gave him last Um And the bench doesn't work, like, I mean, Johnson on the bench is good, but look, at we'll just, we'll just fucking cut to chase. Score prediction, Kieran. Uh, it's a cold night, uh, Friday night game. Lots, lots of uh, anticipation here for the game tomorrow against New Zealand. The rugby. Um, <laughs> oh, this is like the prelims. Isn't <laughs> the prelims. This, this game means uh, nothing to everybody. This game is going to be a staunch nil-all performance at home. Uh, I can't see anything more, anything less. Dave, prediction for you? Two 0 Greece. Oh God, um, I'm going to go like true. I'm going to go three one to Greece. 3-1 Greece. I, I, I just see Greece just torn us over. Are they capable of scoring three goals? Yeah, 100%. Under Poye. Samaras and Salpingi, that's up front. <laughs> the resurrection. The resu- I am the resurrection. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. We, we, we'll hear back from you at halftime. My, my fingers are frozen here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll chat to you in a bit. Right, Kieran, halftime from the Aviva Greece 2. Um, Ireland nil. A, a, a Greek tragedy of sorts, Kieran, so far. Uh, this has been horrific, Adam. Uh, oh, it's been terrible. It's cold as well, man. A tragic waste of time, or like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the what? most interesting thing that's happened this half is a child was speared at half time. Yeah, uh, like. Man, the, the steward just <laughs> took out a fucking child. <laughs> there will be an inquest, surely. Um, I, I suppose the, the funny, the, the humour of it all is Dave said. Surely he's going to be sacked, and straight away we talk Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you saw about the Stewart spearing a child um, says it already. Did you know what? Right, the half started well from an Irish point of view. A good two or three good chances started a half. Then Greece score over nothing. Great ball from Simicast to make a one nil. Lovely um, header from Jackamakis. Great name, Jamakas. Um, Celtic, isn't he? Yeah. Greece then toyed with us like for a few minutes, Man. and then they. Ireland again had a bit of a flurry of chances where you were like, oh, they could get some here. Didn't. And then Greece got a goal on the counter. And look at the ones that touch up handball in the building for Greece, they're not going to give a fuck. Man, they're not going to care. I'm fairly sure I watched Gus Poyet's press conference. He, he, <laughs> predicted, he predicted everything that happened this yeah, game. Yeah. He said it would be a tough yeah, first yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, 100%. And after that, we'll control the game. Yeah. And lo and behold, they fucking did. I'm, not, I'm just looking at the European studio up there, sorry. On the whole, by the way, Gus Poya also said that he thought Kenny would play a three at the back and they're prepared for a three at the back. Yeah. So he's essentially baited him into playing the forward. Man, he, Gus Poya is the master baiter, like, do you know what I mean? He, he's literally master baited this shows, Ireland into... 
Like, like, but like, it's the fourth of the back. I, the I hell said to Dan, but we're starting. Dan's gone for a piss. Dan is here with us. For anyone listening who thinks we're lying about Dan, he is. That was, um, he, he kind of dipped him into playing a 4 3 3. An auxiliary 4 3 3. And then, with small ball in like the 10, they're just leaving so much space with Phil. But the thing that got me was like, <laughs> After Greece scored, he just ran down the tunnel. And I, they had it on the camera here. And it just panned the goes by it. And then it panned Keith Andrews feud. <laughs> because they did that start the match as well. Like, where was the director here is, like, on the money. Yeah. But, uh... I suppose we'll speak more about after the, the implications. 100%. Yeah, yeah. This but, has already happened. People don't want to know. But. What, what do you think, Kieran, half time? Do you think Gordon get back into it? No, I think, if anything, they'll win 3 now. Yeah, I, well, I said 3-1, didn't I? Yeah. So. And you're proven correct, and to be fair to you... This has been fucking tragic. This has, has been, been tragic. It's been worse than yeah, I would have yeah, thought. Like, yeah. I thought this would be a little bit better. I know. The atmosphere is flat. Man, as well. they're selling, they're, they're like shilling tickets for Ireland and New Zealand on the 21st of November, a Tuesday evening. I'd rather pull my eyes out. I'm sure everyone feels, man, the atmosphere is flat in here. Oh, here's a bit Peggy Gudo. I love Peggy Gudo's coming on. But, uh, Adam, the atmosphere is flat. It's nothing like the I, Dutch game. I wonder what referee Dermot Gallagher thinks. Former Premier League referee Dermot Gallagher thinks. Probably the same as us. But uh, yeah, you'll hear from us at the end of the game. Uh, we hope you're enjoying it so far. It's probably a bit of a like an oral kind of like bad listen. <laughs> enjoy nonetheless. Thanks. They all are. We're joined. We're joined again by Dave, and for the first time in the show um, this season, Dan Lavin. The first time this season, Dan. Dave, don't be so pedantic. He did. Um, we, we, we had a point in bows. Um six sixty Dave, what what did you think? I have to say you can really look at the Irish economy <laughs> and tell how bad it is when you look at point against in six sixty, that's all I can tell you. Place was shit. That was nice though. Man, I counted the twenty three light bulbs. I don't know how they can reason. What's the point of the light bulbs well, though? How, 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 much the next, how much is the overheads? <laughs> justify a point we're against We're in the past fire, man, and it's fairly well lit, and the point was the same price. Football pop ass, by the way. So, where does, where does the money go to? That's what I wanted to know, Kieran. I had an interesting observation, Kieran, on the dart back in. What did you say? I said. About uh, it being shining the old days, but at least I you said, knew. At least we knew that the money that we spent on the matches <laughs> was going into John Delaney's pocket. <laughs> Which is true, but what did what did that add to your life, Karen? That's what we want to know. It added nothing, but at least you knew it was going somewhere. <laughs> now where is the money going? But I, I, again, I'm, I'm I'm lost in that point. I would rather the money go nowhere than go to John Delaney's back pocket. Like <laughs> I feel as though you're missing the point of this. I, I, I suppose I am to a certain extent. But you did say, Karen, it is a football podcast. It is, yeah, it is. Um, the game finished two 0 to Greece. Dan, you missed out on the halftime analysis. Um, full time what did you think you went for a point at half time is that the highlight of the night we didn't watch the whole match we left with 10 minutes to go I think that says everything about it to be honest Uh, uh, I think that's one of the poorest Ireland performances I've seen I think since Wales 4-0 away Uh, I think we lacked everything lacked drive lacked fight um, lacked quality it was a it was very depressing. Even on like the the scoreline is two 0 but it's like we got battered in that game. To be honest, it's more damning than two 0 because <clears throat> it feels like it feels like the end of Kenny for me. 
Like, I don't, I don't see it getting... It's not going to get better. You know like, with him in charge, it's not going to get better. And I, I, I said to you, Kieran, on the last on the last away day, that I thought he was going to be in till the end of the campaign. I still do believe that. But I don't know how the players are going to come back into the camp to do the Dutch game, do the New Zealand friendly. Tuesday, the 11th of November, by the way, for anyone who has nothing to do with themselves, in the Aviva, 40 order charge for um, it's unbelievable, man. I, I, can't, I can't believe what's going on. I think the only reason he's going to stay to the end of the campaign is probably a financial decision because it just can't pay him off. Mm. Um, like for me, like he probably should have walked. He should, probably should have been sacked after the Dutch. Um, like I'm not like I don't hate Stephen Kenny, but it just hasn't worked. I hate well, Stan, he's, he's lost the dressing room after tonight, in my opinion. The performance I've seen uh, today is is somewhat of a a performance where the players weren't weren't running in the second half, which which to me tells that he's also dressing room. I think, I think they they look like they really lack confidence. To be honest, well, uh, lacking confidence, same thing. It's down to the management. Yeah, but like, I think like that's that's what do you expect from players that are just constantly losing matches of football? Like, when they, they they didn't look like they knew what they like what they were doing. And <clears throat> Kieran, we chat we chat about half time about Gus Poya playing mind games. Like they played a brand new formation tonight against a Greece side who are fairly shit, to be honest. They're not great. And they fully played the soft park. Like there was at no point in that game where I went <coughs> right we're scoring here. There was a point in the first half where we had two chances early on, Ferguson his post, and then Jason Knight, you misses Kieran because you're having a slash. But um, Knight picks up the ball on like, better things to be down exactly <laughs> and he just it was just a horrible if he had a, got a good touch on it he would have been true on goal and if it had been Ferguson you're probably saying right 1-0 to Ireland or 1-1 whatever it was but that was it like the rest of the game they were, Mikey Johnson comes on right and every time he got the ball we, we were all going I go on Mikey and then he just get kicked down to the ground and then Callum Robinson comes back it was like the Undertaker at the Royal Rumble like what the fuck where was he I, I didn't know Callum Robinson, ex- Callum Robinson existed anymore <laughs> Like, where has he been? A Kenny favourite as well at, at one point. It's, it's, and he just hasn't been there. So what is going on? Like, It's one thing, alright, losing a tactical battle. But it's another thing, losing a mental battle and a, a battle at the press conferences with Gus Poya. Like, Gus Poya absolutely had Kenny's number this week in, the, in his press conference. Uh, baiting him into playing a different formation to what he played. He, he's been playing uh, three at the back for his whole tenure. I can't remember the last time he didn't play three back. He played four to back today because Gus Poyet said that the Greece weren't prepared for us playing four to back. And that just shows the nails to Kenny to just take the bait and to play four to back. He should realistically be playing the formation that, that, that he's been playing this whole tenure. Um, if but that, it, but the, the formation he's, wor- he's played this whole tenure hasn't worked. Like, I don't. No, but that's true, but in this game specifically, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> very formal from here on there. Daniel, Gus he just baited him. Like he baited him in his press conference. I just, I don't think the formation was a problem. Uh, like, but they lost the game two 0 down. Yeah, but I, I don't think the formation really changes that. It's like you're playing four three three, but you're playing Liam Scales, a centre back who's played really well for Celtic this season at left back. He's playing him left back, yeah, exactly. You know. Why are you not just putting Ryan Manning in there? And then well, he's completely out of his depth, man. Yeah, I was about to say. Doesn't know what he's doing. Like that's called space play. He's managed that Dundalk. Done I think really he, well yeah. at Dundalk. But 
I don't, he's out of his depth. He just, he's just, the question uh, is, who are we going to get? I don't know who we can get. Anyone else? I kind of fear Damien Duff will go to them. That's my fear, to be honest with you, but I don't know. I'm so where, so where, where does this leave us, lads, uh, in terms of uh, qualification? Because the, the campaign's essentially o- over now. Well, we're, we're not we qualifying. Can <laughs> we can accept that. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, we're no, not no, qualifying. But Daniel, just for a second. After this game. It's over. Yeah, but after this game, <laughs> after this game, this is the last real important yes. game of yeah. importance yeah. where we could actually like build something and essentially say, all right, we've got 12 points from the group. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen now. They've got three points. Uh, Greece are on 12 now. The Dutch are nine. They'll probably get the 12 after they beat Greece. Mm. We're going to be left nine, 12 points behind third place, which is a horrendous result. Um, where, where do we go from here? I don't know. Where are you going from here, to be honest? like, What can you take out of this qualification campaign? Other than, other than yeah, we got Evan Ferguson in the team. And we got Liam Scales in the team. It looks all right. And, you know... Scales was good tonight, by the way. Scales, Liam Scales was all right. Um, we, we were chatting to two coaches at the train station. Um, <clears throat> and they were, like, confused by the fact that Scales stayed on and Nathan Collins went off. Which I was to an extent myself. But the question I had was why was Shane Duffy still on the pitch? As long as you have, like, to him... Hendrick's been weeded out, thankfully. Um... Alan Brown, get the fuck out of here, man. He's so bad. As long as you have them sticking around, you're going nowhere. You're going absolutely nowhere. I honestly think our midfield is probably the biggest problem in our team. Like, I think our centre backs are okay. Like, if you look at players like Liam Scales, like Nathan Collins, and you look at like lads like Cole Heffernan coming through, and then you look at our forward line, like you have Evan Ferguson and Ogbené and like Mikey Johnson. Like, all right, he's not the best player in the world, but like. When he's fit and firing, like he can Man, actually take. Nowhere, nowhere near the best player. Yeah, but he can take. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. But he can take a man on and he can like put a cross in. But I don't like. I think I don't know what our midfield does. We need to accept our position. All right. We never were a team to play flashy football. Like oh. even in the Jack Charlton era. All right. Oh jeez. Like going back that far, he had great. He had what you would call great players. But he'd still play, he wouldn't play fancy football. We're trying to play fancy football with, as you said, three terrible midfielders in the midfield. But I don't, like, this is the thing, like, I don't know what not our midfield... terrible, midf- that's too harsh. But yeah, well, no, but like, I, I, I don't know what our midfield does. Like, it, it's not very, it doesn't create, doesn't control the game, but it doesn't even do like, the fundamentals of just like, getting tackles and like, pressing. Like, if we just had like, a functioning midfield, I think our team would work better overall. But we'll see win games, yeah, I I described it as a donut. Like there's just a hole in the middle. It does nothing. I I, I think personally, put two big men up top, out wide, get it in. That's literally. I think Kieran had this conversation last time. You have Adam Ada and you have Ferguson. Now, don't get me wrong. I actually do like Ada. I know a lot of people don't. I actually really do like him. Two of them up front, one can get the ball. Like literally, just who plays midfield? Cullen and who? That's the question. Yeah, Cullen. He's a bit more tidy on the ball. Cullen and the fucking barmaid behind the bar do a better job than Alan Brown. Throw anyone in the midfield. Anyone, no, shouldn't absolutely. use that anyway. You want an enforcer in the midfield, like someone that's going to get into tackles, fucking I think, get the well, ball. Like, I think that's Cullen's job. Like yeah. Then I just probably put Chase and See, Knight I, in there. I think Cullen's a bit more tidy on the ball. He takes it, he turns, and he has a look around, you know what I mean? But like Alan Brown, chancer. Poser, you know what I mean? I know, he's, a, he's not really doing anything. He, just, he doesn't do anything. Like. 
he tries his best which which you have to like respect but like it's not good enough like even like, when you're going up against Greece and Greece are not great well, I don't think he even tries his best Alan Brown I think he, at times he's fucking he's just what, strolling around the pitch what, what is Alan Brown's best what's his best his best Brown. But that, that's not that's not good enough, Dan. Exactly. That's not good enough. Like, exactly. for years, right? For years. No, no, hold on. Ah, oh, absolutely. Keep you it think? right. Go back to years gone by, right? You had, you had Damien Duff, Aidan McGeady, Keith Andrews, Glenn Whelan, Robbie Kane, Kevin Doyle front. Back to basics. The problem is the quality isn't there now. Damien Duff has won the Premier League. Robbie Kane is fucking managing the team in Israel now like Kevin Doyle's from Cork like these players don't exist anymore do you know what I mean <laughs> is it Wexford I don't know is it Wexford no I think he is from Cork he definitely played for, I think the job I actually think it might be Wexford that's a, that's a really good description of the player <laughs> um, but yeah but the, po- the point being the point being back to basics you know don't do anything ridiculous I think the problem is we were hard to beat once upon a time and we had that siege mentality of us against everyone. We don't have that now. There was not one player out there tonight that you could go gave everything for the short tonight. Maybe Duffy. And, but Duffy's there moping when he loses the ball and all. Keep it. Ah, fuck that carry on, man. It's the football they're playing, though, man. You know, like even three years ago, this is the same team from three years ago. Uh, they did a better job then when they carry than they do now. Well, I don't know about they, they that, got, but I just think... Hold on. It, Back then we got we got a result against the Swiss at home. Swiss are a good team. I I couldn't see Kenny getting a result against the Swiss at home. No. He'd lose that game. No, he'd lose no, you're right. You're, like right. He lost the Greece you're game. right. I think we just like it's I don't. I just don't think the the talent pool is just not there. No identity. The talent pool is not there. But then you're like, but you see like how Scotland play and how Wales play. There was a lot of seriously good players. Even John O'Shea like. He won the Champions League like, don't get Nutmeg to Lewis Figo. Yeah well, like, like, Back in those days You had Paul Green Playing <laughs> midfield When John O'Shea was playing you didn't That's a vast That is a vast Oversight Glenn, Glenn Whelan Was not a bad player He's not a bad player he's not Keith a bad Andrews player. Not a bad player He's the same, same level As someone like Josh Cullen oh, I disagree I wholeheartedly disagree with that You wholeheartedly disagree with that Oh What a feeling When you're watching Glenn Whelan I like, I like Glenn Whelan I didn't mind him But uh, Like this, that's the same team back then, and they would have got results. This team doesn't get results. You know I, mean? I I just don't know. Like, I, I just don't know what happens. I just don't know who you bring in. Like, the the point you were making about the performances and stuff, like against the Swiss with Mick McCarthy, right? That's fair enough. But Kenny was getting those performances out of this side for a he long time. Getting results. That yeah, but that's the problem, Kieran. Mm. And with this group, this group, this group was a group of death to an ex- to an extent for Ireland, because realistically speaking. You're not beating the French, you're not beating the Dutch, and you're not beating the Greeks. Honestly, that's that's the problem. Whereas if you're in a group with like I don't know Macedonia, Azerbaijan, yada yada, like you're getting you're getting wins against two sides. We're we're gonna finish this group on six points. You're not losing two games against Greece, though. I know. That's the point. Like, I'm we're gonna we're gonna end this campaign with with six points by beating Gibraltar twice. Yeah. That's not good enough. Yeah, absolutely no, not. It isn't. No, like when you look at groups back in the day, man. Right. <clears throat> Say you had this group. No fucking. <laughs> about eight years ago, or something like that, or ten years ago. You'd be like, right, France. You'd be looking to get one point at home. Gonna lose away. Same with Holland. 
and then Greece, you know, win at home and then try and get a draw away. That's like the way they'd ordinarily look at it. But like, I don't know what it is. I don't think, as I said, talent pool is not there. But who's the right manager? I, I don't think it's Kenny. But I, don't, is. I don't think the players are that bad. Well, I just got up the uh, the odds for the next Ireland manager. Uh, two to one, Steve Bruce. Oh, nine, take him. Nine to two, Lee Carsley. I want this fella. Oh my god. The, sorry, no. Continue where you're saying. Eleven to two, uh, Neil Lennon. The next, the next fellow, right? <laughs> the next fellow. Read his name. Please. Eight and one, uh, eight and one. Vladimir Pekovic. Vladimir the taxi man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that now? Bad uh, No idea. Eight to one, Anthony Barry, and eight to one, Chris Hewton. And I would, uh, I throw in Big Sam there. To be honest, I, I, I say he's now so chance. Out, so we're gonna do a quick round table, right? Out of that list, was it Bruce, Carsley, Barry? Petkovic Vladimir um, what was the other two Neil Lennon and I should notice Chris Hewton come on Dan Chris Hewton Chris Hewton yeah out of the, eight, the six names there who are you going for I, I take Chris Hewton to be Dave. honest I'd like to Chris Hewton yeah Dan oh, look I like Lee I want Lee Carsley I think he just he's the most exciting of the bunch but I just think it's going to be Steve Bruce, to be honest. And Man, do you know what? At least we won't be playing hipster football under Steve Bruce. We'll be playing, playing fucking nothing football. Exactly. Under Steve Back to where Bruce. we belong. I'm going to. The man I'm going with out of that list is 8 to 1. Is Vladimir Petkovic, the former Switzerland manager. Of course, yeah, Adam. Absolutely. Well, why are you fucking not? He's managed. Oh my god. Young boys. Kieran's team, Sion, Lazio, and Bordeaux most recently. Um, I'm, I'm going Vladimir. But all day, all day, man. At least if we're shit, we have a character on the side of the pitch, and he'll create that siege mentality, man. He's bossing. Based on what? Based on what? Based on what? What do you mean? What, 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 Bring what back you... Trapatoni. That's what I'm saying. There you go, Vladimir Petkovic. Whoever it is, it'll probably be someone who's very much more pragmatic. We just need to be hard to beat, and I think we like. At the start, we just need to be hard to beat, and then we can develop some style of attacking play once we get better players in. Like, yeah, what we're I think I'm really looking forward to Andrew Moore and breaking into this side. That's a well away, Dan. That year you're talking, yeah. Well, like, that's I have a long term outlook on on this thing. We're talking about players breaking into the side, we can't even get results with uh players we have on the bench yeah. exactly well, this, is the, this is the thing this is like and, this is what I'm Evan trying to Ferguson say being one of them this is what way. I'm but like I think he's he's doing a graveyard shift like what can he do like he's not getting any he scored a few goals for a start but he's he had not a few getting, chances tonight uh, I don't think he did like he had one half chance at the start of the game which he carved out by himself hit the post right Evan Ferguson did on not get foot, on his bigger foot Evan Ferguson did not get one ounce of service man in that match tonight not one Right, there's three midfielders in there. Not passing the ball to him. Not giving him service. Man, it's not Ferguson's fault. There's and so much pressure on the young lad. He's also 19. Like He's still learning his trade. Like Yeah, he's burst onto the scene, but he's going to have like peaks and troughs. Like, he's, still, like, he's still 19. Like he's still, get, he's still growing into the game. Like So I wouldn't be... The fact that we're putting so much pressure on a 19-year-old well, is ridiculous. Fault, my point is that the players on the pitch aren't getting results. And if you're looking for more players to break into the side, 
Yeah, Dave's brought up Giovanni Trapattoni here uh, once again. So Giovanni Trapattoni has won six Serie A titles from 1976 to 77, 77, 78, 80 to 81, 81 to 82, 83 to 84, 85 to 86, the Copa Italia twice, 78 to 79, 82 to 83, the European Cup in 84 to 85, um, the Intercontinental Cup in 85, Waves Cup in our Cup, Jesus Christ, man, that, man, I think he was, might have been fucking playing back then. Well, the, the problem was he was doing that with uh, Liam Brady. Look, we have a lot of like really good, promising players coming up in like academies in the UK and Europe. But they're just promising, and unless they break through, like. But well, I think that's an excuse. But this is like, like this is. I the, think we should be getting results on the pitch. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying like this is how we're. This is how we're going to have to get results on the pitch is by being pragmatic and hard to beat. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree. Exactly, with that. and until we get like more creative and like players who are better on the ball better at controlling games better at running games in the midfield or like attacking on the wings that's the way we're going to have to play and like there are players in academies across Europe who can play in that system but they're just prospects at the moment we don't know if they're going to break into the first team we don't know how they're going to do well like we were talking about Kevin Zeffi and I think Kevin Zeffi's a really good player but what is he, 19? Like, we don't know what he's going to be like. It's the same with, like, I've Rogo never heard Vata. of that fella. It's the same with guys... <laughs> it's, it's the same with guys like Rogo Vata as well. He's, like, 18 at Celtic. Like, really good quality... Like, he looks like a really good quality player. But we don't know what he's going to be like. So, until... Bring the whole schoolyard to the FBI and they won't get results. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, but is until, the, this is the problem. But this is the thing. Until we can get better players no, on the pitch. It's not the players. I feel like I'm watching the late show. It's not the players, Daniel. But you're like, no, it's, you're not. You're no, not letting me fit in. Because you're, you're going to go along with the point though. It's the manager's fault. It That's is the manager's fault. No, Kieran, it's not. It, but he's he, won, he, won he's result against play. Gibraltar. <laughs> he's very much largely to blame, right? Don't get me wrong. But what I will say is, it's years of neglect from the FAI. It goes back further than this. And you're going to go, this you're going to go, years of neglect. It's true, Kieran. Cry me a river, Adam. It's, well, cry me a river, why? Because you're giving out about the oh, fucking state the national team. Get the FAI to fix the League of Ireland. Adam. Build up infrastructure. Build up academies here. Then shit Adam, across England. His last Brexit's two. fucked us all as well. His last two international campaigns have been dreadful. Kieran. Do you know what we lost to Luxembourg at home, Adam. I agree with you. I know you would have sacked him after that game. But he's seen with years of neglect here, Kieran. It's not a simple fix, man. It's not. Like, he's been asked to build a house with fucking, like, popsicle sticks. I feel bad for Kenny. I don't. I w- <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Why do I you just, feel bad for him? I just think he really wanted the job. And I think he really wanted to make it work. And he was promising it. Dundalk and he was promising at Dundalk it just hasn't worked and he hasn't been good enough to change it like he's been playing three at the back for so long and he hasn't changed it until now and then when he does change it he's playing a a left centre left side of centre back and left back his press conference the other day he blamed uh, Ireland's last defeat to Greece on a Spygate incident instead of instead of blaming his performance the quote with the great game in Dunphy he's overstepped He's out of his depth. He is fully yeah. out of his depth, right? No, I agree. But Kiran, he's dealing with a lot. It's, yeah, it's definitely yeah, literally. He's not it's not it's not as simple as Kiran. It's not as simple as um I heard by the way, this, this class is coming home. Um it's not as simple as it's Kenny's fault. It's the FAO's fault, everyone involved, it's their fault. It's it's not a fucking It's never as simple fault. as it's one person's fault. 
but one person so can being, make all the difference. You're That's being, my point. <laughs> You know you're being I mean? to your own point is what you're saying no but th- like you look at the players on the pitch they don't they don't have a breeze what they're doing yeah. and like even like I don't know you look at the Moroccan team from the World Cup okay you looked at how <laughs> we well organised this conversation I think, yeah, that's a per- we, we I think that's a perfect example like you look at the Moroccan team they got to a World Cup semi-final I don't think that team is like not world beaters they're just very structured and they have good individual players they know their job exactly I don't they even know, know their if job. they have good individual players they might have Hakim Ziyech and uh, Hakimi they're the only two Amrabat. great Amrabat. players they have Amrabat is Amrabat a good player yeah I think so Bono Bono's in uh, U2 there. Bono's in U2 yeah Bono's a good keeper like. the Sphere now Vegas I think one thing that Kenny has uh, has brought to Ireland is that the players can actually pass the ball now you know what I mean yeah, but they're passing from side to side at the back. You can't do that. No, but they can pass. They can they can make a pass. Whereas in 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 past years, the O'Neill era, the McCarthy era, they couldn't like, actually they pass the ball. So that's but one positive. The real question I have is who's round it? Who's round it? It's yeah, your it's round. No, it's it is my your round. round. It's my round. Uh, no, but what I would say is like. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be You're a mixture a of both. We can just be we can be pragmatic, pragmatic. But when we have the ball, just be smart with it and not like just like make good passes. Like what we were doing under Kenny and Trapattoni was once we had the ball, who filled up the pitch? It wasn't a pass. It was just a long ball. And now, if anything, we're overcomplicating it. Yeah, I agree with you. So now we we kind of we need to. We need to find a happy medium. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I for one, think Brexit has a lot of hands for us. Well. <laughs> <laughs> here, come here, lads. Will we, will we qualify for the next World Cup? Wait, what? Wait, the, hold the, on. The, Wait, what? I was making a point there, Kieran, about Brexit. Oh, go on, Brexit. Go on. Um, yeah. There's a lot to be said for Brexit as well, Kieran, because a lot of these young Irish players, <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, yeah. Go on, ask your question again. Sorry. No, I, I know the point. Do you know what the point of. Yeah, no, I, can't, I can't make it happen. I actually happen. do know the point you're trying to make. Yeah, I do know. I do know the. I do know the point you're trying to make. I think that's why we're seeing a lot more young players actually go to Italy and uh, Fran- and France. Because they can't. Yeah. Find me a river, lads. Jesus Christ. Get over to England and tell her in. Whereas years ago, under the likes of when the likes of John Joyce was playing, they were going over in their fucking boatloads when they were twelve. Point being, Kieran, I think Brexit has a lot to answer for. Ask your question again. What are you going to say? Sorry. Do you think after this campaign we have the World Cup campaign to come? Will can you see Ireland in the USA come twenty twenty six? Um, I can't, but I'm I'm gonna go. I, I've I've savings count. That wasn't the question. I know, but I just thought I'd let you know. Sorry. I think if we make the right appointment, we can. Who's the right appointment? <laughs> I was about to say the same. Thing. Honestly, I I couldn't tell you. All right. I I think. Yeah, but I think if we make the right appointment and we get a good like structure in terms of shape and we're just hard to beat I think we can right so you think we'll qualify I'm going to say yes okay. yeah I'm going to be patriotic and say yes Dave I'm going to ask you the only way we get to the World Cup is if we beat the teams that are worsens home and away guaranteed no word of a lie just do it and then the teams that are betting us scrape a point be hard at home and try and get a win like, like Germany that's the only way we're going to get there yeah 
beat the teams home and away has to be done below us if you get a draw you're fucked that's just the way I have to look at it um, but I personally don't think we will be there yeah. Oh, well I'll be there we will be there but, but Adam I'm taking a career break here on <laughs> um, no I, I, I don't think we will I think well that makes three now then because I don't think either that, that's for me wait did you say yes oh, Dan said yes alright yes. okay well that's it don't worry I knew you'd be down to say yes because I knew these two fucking pessimistic fuckers wouldn't say yes I said yes I said yes out of blind faith at the if we play, if we're the same as we are at the moment, we won't. We have the chance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna caveat, caveat it real quick. Caveat. If we get Vladimir Petkovic or Rafael Benitez, we're going to USA, baby. We'll be there. Yeah, we leave there so. 